friends, you're listening to the Shattered Ceilings Podcast with your hosts Stephanie and Adriana. We're here to discuss the importance of mental health from the perspective of two first-generation immigrants. Join in weekly as we dive into important topics such as relationships, parenting, and cultural barriers. Here, we get real and candid as we explore what disrupting the status quo looks like for each of us. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. Today, we're on episode nine, and we called it the seven-year slump in marriage, myth or reality. This will be a fun one. Yes. I'm putting Steph more in the hot seat. She's coming up on her seven-year. I'm only on my two-year, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to kind of learn of what to do and what not to do. Get, getting nervous over here. My hands are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Um, no, but I'm also excited because, like I said, me and James celebrated our two-year in March, and we're going into a new season of being parents. Beep. I announced that I'm so pregnant excited. on my Instagram page, so I guess I can talk about it now. I've been pregnant this whole time. I actually found out before <laughs> our first episode. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you've been pregnant bad. for the last nine episodes. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> sounds crazy. <laughs> and I finally am getting my energy back so that's I, awesome you've been a trooper I mean really because I mean, it's not easy especially the first trimester is really tough so yeah you've yeah, been I'm, hanging in there that's awesome I feel much better so I'm happy to that's feel good. like be back and everything so yeah we're also excited to go into like this new journey and I know that comes also with like different marriage issues that come up with parenting mm-hmm. kids and all of that most it's of my friends it's a whole new world <laughs> yeah most of my friends have kids and like all my family members we're like one of the last ones so mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I hear all of it but it's still gonna be different mm-hmm. going through it it's um, amazing and terrifying and so cool and everything all at once yeah we're really excited i feel like you guys are ready obviously you can never be ready because you learn to along the way but i think that you and james are going to be such amazing parents i'm so excited to see you guys in that role so i know it's gonna definitely be like a weird transition everyone's calling me mom and i'm like oh okay (laughs) that's crazy Um, it'll hit me i think once baby comes with that being said do you want to like kind of talk about the seven year slump yes so we did a poll and this is the topic that won across the board on social media Mm -hmm. and i wanted to do this topic because i have a personal experience (laughs) that i'm going to share with you guys but at the same time i didn't want to do it because i have a personal experience so it's like a bittersweet scary kind of thing yeah but at the same time like adriana will go into it later we received an anonymous message that was like confirmation that Mm -hmm. we need to do this because it is exactly basically supporting and backing up what we're going to talk about today so when i got when we got the message i was like okay we have to talk about it so like adriana said we're going to get personal today very personal (laughs) and that's that's not a side that i'm used to showing of myself on the show so far because i think that i was scared sometimes to kind of like get in depth adriana is very very good at being relatable and mm. I think she's like the most relatable part of our show and oh, just you. how she's so comfortable and confident to share her real world experiences. I'm so thankful that like she's my host, my partner, but that's something that I've struggled with. So it's going to be something new for me today. <laughs> it's good though. Like for me, I get more comfortable sharing personal things because of the good feedback I get where people are telling me like, thank you for sharing with that 
I agree with you or I'm going yeah. through the same thing and it's nice knowing someone else's too. So every time I heard comments like that, I'm like, okay, we're all human. I might not deal with this today, but mm -hmm. it's probably gonna be my future and it's nice to know like we're not dealing with it alone. Exactly. So, so like Adriana said, next week after we release this episode, my husband and I are gonna celebrate seven years of marriage, That's which so is exciting. crazy. Yeah, I'm like, where? Where like, did the time go? Yeah, but um, I remember like a long time ago hearing the term, you guys might know it as the seven year itch. I don't like that term, so we titled it the seven year slump. Um, and it basically refers to a period of around seven years of marriage when a couple begins to not be as passionately interested in one another as they used to be. Adriana is going to touch on the data of this. Um, of why seven years is kind of like the key number. There's data that backs mm. it up. It shows that around 6.8 years is when 50%, five zero, of divorced couples call it quits. Which is crazy. So 50% of couples that get divorced tend to do it around 6.8 years in the marriage yeah and we're gonna also go into detail of why it sometimes happens or 50 percent of the time happens around that time mm -hmm. i thought like when i heard that before and even now kind of approaching seven years i thought like for sure this isn't gonna happen to finney and i like our first year of marriage was incredibly difficult and mm -hmm. this is not like a secret that i keep or that i don't talk about i'm very open yeah even with like younger couples when the subject comes up i am talking about it because i don't want people to have unrealistic expectations mm -hmm. going into marriage and especially because i was very young i was 21 when we got married my husband was 24 and i feel like i had so much maturing to do i thought that we had surpassed like the most difficult part since it was like the first year which in a way we did but that doesn't mean that we didn't have disagreements and go through hard seasons in our marriage for the next six years yeah coincidentally <laughs> we recently just had a disagreement that very much plays into the idea of this seven year slump and with the permission of my husband he obviously okayed it <laughs> i want to talk about it today because i hope that it can be like a a learning experience for other couples mm -hmm. first i want adriana to read the anonymous message that we got in our inbox which oh, yeah. was like i said literally the confirmation from god that we needed to talk about this topic before i say anything everything she did i'm guessing it was a female mm -hmm. yeah she called us girlfriends yeah <laughs> <laughs> um everything she did say especially i'm sure she's romanian because she talked about the romanian community i do agree with and I hope we can all talk about it mm -hmm. a little bit more. So yeah, she said, Hey girlfriends, so proud of you guys for stepping out and talking about the vulnerable and being so open and doing so. We could all use more realness and authenticity. With that being said, and also being promoted from you two to share what's on your minds in hopes that we too feel heard, can you bring something more to the table? More than okay if you want to read this, if you want to touch on this. Mm -hmm. Wanted to ask about your input on this topic in our Romanian community. Why can't we normalize our struggles and imperfect lives in marriage and families because we all know they exist? I have such a hard time going to gatherings such as weddings and events when everyone seems so happy and it's as if their lives are so perfect. It's as if everyone puts up a front. Also, seeing the social media posting of so many eye-pleasing pictures of the families with the perfect outfits and looking like they got it all together. There has to be many marriages that live in their household as if they are divorced yet are not for the sake of ruining their image and staying married just for the kids. We all have messy lives and are trying to prove our happiness to everyone else when it's not. Reality makes things so much worse. That's a lot. Oh my gosh, yeah. 
I second everything she says. I think that we've talked about this like a major and negative aspect of this community is this idea that we need to have this perfect image. Mm -hmm. And I think that it hurts a lot of us. And yeah. we're going to talk about it more. Do you have anything you want to share, Adrienne, about that? Um, definitely agree. I think <coughs> most people struggle, Romanian or not. But I think definitely in the Romanian community. And I think it's because <coughs> our parents worked so hard and we're working so hard that we want the best house, the best car, mm -hmm. our kids dressed nice, us being dressed nice, and making sure like reputation is everything and you don't want people to know things. So I think that's definitely like every Romanian yeah. struggles with that, even if we say we don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it crosses over to all aspects. That's the problem. Yeah. And it's hard because <clears throat> let's say you are in a marriage and you're struggling. Who are you going to go to if everyone else looks like they're living their exactly. perfect life? And then it's also being Romanian. You don't want to come to someone, tell them that you're dealing with something and then them judge you and then God or forbid, go around telling everyone like so-and-so has marriage problems. Yeah, which absolutely. We're all going to have marriage Yeah, problems. we all have, like, we all have yeah. these disagreements. Okay, whoever tells you that I've never argued with my spouse, they're lying to That's your face. That's not a marriage, yeah. It's, yeah, and it's not possible. Like, yeah. at one point, we are going to have arguments, disagreements, and we'll go more into this, but the lack of transparency makes it difficult to, one, get help, two, feel understood, I think. And so that's why I'm going to start with a personal experience. Yeah, love it. Um, <laughs> that maybe you guys can relate to, and then we'll dive kind of into the science behind this idea of the seven in your slump and why Adriana and I think that a lack of transparency in our community can sometimes lead to marital issues. So recently my husband and I had a disagreement that opened my eyes to how real the seven year slump can be and it also made me see a reason why so many people can call it quits in marriage specifically around seven years. It's no secret that I have like a lot on my plate right now between school, the podcast, being a mom and a wife and running the home. So I'm spread pretty thin these days. Mm -hmm. The argument started from something small, like divided house duties. And doesn't it always start with something small like that? <laughs> oh, I know. It's always like, why don't you take out the trash today? Yeah. And but, then you start talking about something more big. Yep, because there's always yeah. something under the surface. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it was with us. And both me and Finney kind of had to work through whatever was under the surface together. So to give some context to the situation or whoever doesn't know me personally, seven years ago when we got married, we both decided together that the best thing for our family would be for me to be at home, take care of the kids and support Finney while he advanced in his career. I was happy to do that and to this day, I think it was the best decision I could have made mm -hmm. for myself and for my kids. Yeah. Um, when I look now at my son, he's gonna be five and I think, that I've been home with him for, or been home five years now with him and with my daughter, I see like my investment and it's like the best thing in the mm -hmm. world. Like I would never have taken that time back. But last year, my husband and I sat down and he was like, hey, you've supported me for seven years. I'm in a place now where I'm happy in my career. And I know that you never finished your school since I got married and we moved to Hawaii the first year of our marriage. So I kind of put it on the back burner. Mm -hmm. um, but he said, if there's something that you want to pursue now, I want to support you to be able to do that. And I'm so grateful because he is such a huge support for me as I now pursue like some of my dreams. But that doesn't mean that it's been picture perfect for yeah. the last year since I've been in school, which is I think where the message above comes in that we got. Like we talked about, it's no surprise that in the Romanian community, we all feel this pressure to have this perfectly curated life. Mm -hmm. Like 
our life is summed up by those little squares on instagram and i have a hard time like understanding why we are so afraid to talk about the hard seasons in our life we all go through them like i said behind closed doors why why don't we talk about it wouldn't it be easier if we had the support of one another mm -hmm. whether that be like in the form of prayers or advice i think that we isolate ourselves by buying into this peer pressure that our lives have to be perfect and i think that this is like a huge danger especially with the younger generation mm -hmm. i don't know if you would agree do you see like a difference between our generation and the younger generation when it comes to social media i think the younger generation i know they pretend to not care mm -hmm. they always post their like blurry photos mm -hmm. or like secretive they like i get the generation i'm like right on the edge of it mm -hmm. and i like think it's cool and i like learn a lot from them all my siblings are younger than me but i feel like they try to act like they don't care because they care yeah. so much if that makes sense mm -hmm. like they want a such a candid like oh we're just having fun but they're gonna like take that like a hundred times mm -hmm. and then post it yeah which again it looks really cool and like they are like especially the girls are super cute but i'm mm -hmm. like i know behind the scenes Mm -hmm. you didn't just take that photo right. and like post it and as simple as that is like you said but that is like the lens that we look through everything at yeah like that's what you're posting and that's what people are gonna assume like okay this is how she is because they're posting that so i think the younger generation they care more about what they post what people say about them who mm -hmm. they're hanging out with their friend group what did they do for their birthday party who's mm -hmm. coming it's just that like pressure but I think it is dangerous because let's say when they even start dating or like nowadays, like even proposals, they've mm -hmm. gotten a lot of, a lot yeah, more extra these days. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's not that they need to one up each other, but it's like, oh, so-and-so did this. So this is a standard and then mm -hmm. someone else surpasses it. And it's just like, I feel like they're just competing. Mm -hmm. It's very exhausting. So yeah. I see it in our generation, but maybe not as much, or maybe we're older now and we're like, over it yeah. yeah we have the husband we have the kids yeah like, i'm just trying to live my life yeah so i think it is dangerous to like always feel like okay this is how my boyfriend has to look and this is our proposal mm -hmm. and this is our wedding and then after that especially when you're dealing with marriage problems i know a few people who obviously are dealing with like their husband and they're not getting along and then i go on instagram and it's like happy eight months babe yeah i love every curated. minute yeah like thank you for the flowers thank you mm -hmm. and i was like that's nice that maybe he got her flowers but you were just complaining that yeah. he's not a good guy and you're good. i don't know mm -hmm. it's a very weird thing and for me i could never post something that's not real and like if, if me and james it. are arguing mm -hmm. even if we're going on a date that night i'm not gonna post and be like my favorite husband right <laughs> like and, in that moment no mm -hmm. and i think I it's like a rat race that we get in and you're never gonna win because there's always gonna be somebody that has like a nicer car than you a nicer mm -hmm. house prettier than you, whatever it may yeah. be you're constantly comparing yourself to everybody and we'll talk about this later too you're comparing yourself really to something that's not real mm -hmm. also that's true so going back to like the story Although Finney, yes, he's very supportive. The problem kind of comes in when we talked about it and we realized like it hasn't been easy for him to get used to this new person that I'm morphing into in some ways. When I started going back to school and pursuing my schooling, I felt like I was reawakening a part of myself that I had kind of put to sleep for a while. Mm -hmm. um, because, and you'll see now, like when you become a mom, it's very 
like hard to kind of find your identity as in yeah i'm a mom but mm -hmm. it's easy to lose yourself because you're putting so much time obviously and that's the best thing into raising your kids and there's a season for everything yeah. like for me the season was like okay i'm gonna give my all to my kids but then that doesn't mean that i don't pursue my dreams anymore i felt like i kind of was changing in some ways because i have to now that i'm back in school my priorities are different mm -hmm. so the old me for example would have had the time to cook a warm meal three times a day the old me would have been so preoccupied with like how shiny and clean my floors were <laughs> and these days the stuff is farther down my list mm -hmm. i'm very much like a perfectionist so whatever i do i try to excel at and that really carried over into when i was a homemaker as well like solely a homemaker and a stay-at-home mom and wife i tried to like make sure i was at the top of my game and whatever i was doing um and People are going to think this is funny, but in some ways, my husband is very traditional. Like, he grew up also Romanian. His mom was home with the five kids, raised them, and I think that's so beautiful. I think it's so important, but I think that we kind of had to have that discussion where I said, look, those things that maybe were important to me a year ago are not at the top of my list anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, at the end of the day, my priority is him and the kids, and I kind of had to, like, tell him, you need to accept that our life might not look the same as it did, like, last year, or two or three years ago. Yeah. So that's kind of where I think that it's important to not shy away from the hard conversations because so many people might look at, like, me and Finney or Adriana and James and think, like, oh, what a solid marriage. I can see it for myself. Yes, I do have like a really amazing and a strong marriage but behind the scenes of that marriage it took like a lot of work a lot of disagreements compromise yeah. to get to where we are now and i'm so happy that he understood he was so amazing and like at the end of the conversation he asked me like okay what can i do to lighten your load mm -hmm. how can we divide things in the house to make it easier on both of us so what i'm trying to say is do i believe the seven-year slump is real yes i think it's real does it apply to every marriage not necessarily mm -hmm. i think it can happen in any season um although it tends to be more prevalent around seven years because that's usually when you're in the season of raising small kids yeah you're both pursuing your careers both the husband and the wife can feel physically exhausted overworked and maybe underappreciated and you'll see now adriana too kids are i think in my opinion the biggest blessing that you can have mm -hmm. in this world but they take more time yeah. which means that you have less time to be able to put into the marriage or i should say you need to make it more of a priority so i think that if you're not prioritizing your marriage in the season with kids it can lead to a lot of disconnect yeah and i think that kind of like the monotony of life of like waking up going to work being with the kids coming home the dinner same routine yeah it can for some people become predictable and boring mm -hmm. depends what kind of person you are some people love it some people it becomes just predictable for them yeah. and so i think that's why that number 6.8 years is kind of where the breakdown starts happening it's kind of like a car like if you're not taking it in for monthly maintenance or getting the oil changed when it's necessary at one point it's gonna break down and yeah. i think it's the same thing with a marriage too and it's it takes a little time i think right when you have kids just to find your footing because you both change you become a mom and a dad now 
so you change so much as a person but as long as you're there to support each other and you know that at the end of the day you're a team and you prioritize mm -hmm. your marriage i think that's really important another important factor that people maybe don't realize and this is kind of what relates to my story and they might realize it around the seven year mark is like wait my spouse is changing as a person yeah um you know that phrase that we hear like we just grew apart well like mm -hmm. why yeah we're all growing just yeah literally stay together and i think the problem is some people don't realize that maybe like around the seven year mark now you're a mom you're a dad and mm -hmm. a huge truth is that your spouse is going to change so many times throughout their life like, oh i know i hope i'm changing yeah. i don't I hope James is not going to be the same guy I married. Like, obviously, the mm -hmm. characteristics, but hopefully it can only get better. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to see him, like, as a father and then, like, a grandfather. And, like, mm -hmm. it's healthy to have different seasons. I think it's hard when one spouse is maybe changing while the other spouse is still, like, going to work and having the same routine. Mm -hmm. But I think it's healthy how, like, you and your husband sit down and talk about it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, if they're not communicating, that's when they can start resenting one another and yes. they don't see eye to eye anymore because one person is changing and the other person was maybe okay with our like how their life looked. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a healthy example of like, it's okay to change. It's okay to like, mm -hmm. like you said, maybe this was your identity before it was a part of you and you mm -hmm. just weren't pursuing it and now you are. Mm -hmm it's still a beautiful thing it's still who you are though and that's a huge thing too like when we got married like that's something he tells me that he loved about me was like that i was like passionate about whatever i was doing he could have intelligent conversations with me so he knew that that was a part of me mm -hmm. and i just want to emphasize in this episode how important it is to like not be afraid of those hard conversations yeah and we'll talk about this like later on a little bit more in depth but like you said, it's a healthy mindset to go into a marriage knowing, okay, we are both going to change. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think some people who don't realize that, do you really think that you'll be with someone for 30, 40, 50 years and they'll be the same person they were at 21? Like, it's just yeah. not even logical to think of it like that. I also um, do think it's important while you're growing to have like the same goals and mindset. Like mm -hmm. me and James will always have not every date night but like obviously new year's resolutions and then like every quarter and just like okay is this our goal is this that's what we want to cool. do that's awesome if you don't you're kind of going through the motions and again maybe i'll start pursuing something else and it's like okay should i be is this gonna even like further us yeah, yeah as further a family us, or is this mm -hmm. just for my agenda and, yeah which is nothing's wrong with that as long as you're agreeing with it but that's such a cool thing that you said and to apply i think yeah. that's a really I'm a great very idea. logical person i need yeah. a checklist mm -hmm. it's just if i don't have something especially both of us like this is our vision for this year and next mm -hmm. year you lose sight of it and not that you don't see it as a priority but that's why me and james our biggest thing was like i want a house like mm -hmm. we need a house i want mm -hmm. it to make it a home i'm also in real estate so i'm mm -hmm. like yeah it sucks living in rent while i'm like mm -hmm. showing all these houses and so like every year we just had a different goal and every time we like got the goal together it was just it was so exciting to be it like we strengthened you too yeah, as like, a we couple. did this together we can do our next goal together mm -hmm. and it's like i don't know it makes it's like a team like you're excited right. like we're doing this together and that's so cool and yeah. i honestly think that's the key that as long as one or both spouses are changing for the better mm -hmm. to be there to support each other and maybe even compromise along the way at the end of the day we are partnering with someone for life yeah. so it's my job or it's my husband's job to support 
each other in whatever life season that we're in another thing i want to mention don't throw in the towel on a marriage just because of one bad season yeah. and here we're not speaking about abuse or infidelity that's a completely different yeah that's a whole yeah. different topic in yeah. itself but we're simply talking about disagreements or issues that can be worked through mm -hmm. because i promise on the other side of that bad season is like a lifetime of happiness that you can share together we look at all of these older people that celebrate like 50 years and wow that's such an accomplishment yes it is an accomplishment mm -hmm. it's a huge accomplishment but it takes work compromise and sometimes like knock down drag out arguments and disagreements to get there and to get to like a common ground together like i said it's really important for us to normalize these tough conversations in marriage especially in our main community oh my goodness like dare you say that you had a argument like no we're like she said we put this perfect life out and it's really really damaging Mm -hmm. and toxic and these younger kids that get married like i was young i was 21 they need to know that these conversations were gonna happen at some point in your marriage if yeah. you're planning to be together like for the rest of your life which that's the vow you're taking they're gonna happen at one point that doesn't mean that it's the end of the marriage i wish that someone would have told me this at 21 honestly so that's why i want to talk about it because at 21 all i saw around me at that age was perfectly curated lives mm -hmm. so that's what i thought i had to perpetuate also until i realized how toxic that was and how much it was hurting me and in, in my marriage yeah because we both had so much changing and growing to do at the beginning of the marriage but instead of seeing every disagreement as a positive experience i saw every fight as the end of the world and like, like this is a sign <laughs> yeah and like the end of our marriage i'm like wow like how could we be fighting so much no sometimes and i see looking at me and my husband and our personalities we're both very driven people mm -hmm. we can be very critical and so i think that when we come together we want our voices to be heard so that can be a good thing because we push each other a lot to succeed yeah. but then also to people like that it's going to take a lot of compromise i can say my husband was a lot more mature than me <laughs> like i tell everybody that when he got married he was like knew what he was getting into he's like mm -hmm. this is what i want i want a family i'm so thankful he had so much patience with me because i was so young but those conversations sometimes happen and yeah. that's okay the fake curated lives that we see are not real a lot of the time pairing those fake lives to our totally normal lives and circumstances is not going to help because we're just comparing like our lives to yeah. something that's just whatever you put on social media or whatever you see a lot of times you can't back that up with reality i know it's tough because obviously on social media we want to post the good parts of our life like mm -hmm. we're not always going to post like, yeah my messy house yeah or just yeah, things yeah. that don't look realistic um i know even before having kids that's such a different season of like newly married no kids you and your husband and i learned while talking to other friends and kind of observing and, and asking those hard questions it's also easy to compare yourself to people without kids yet like mm -hmm. obviously we have more freedom and it's you see a couple oh they vacation four times a year mm -hmm. like how come we can't take off work or like the husband will work um the wife will stay home mm -hmm. they don't have kids yet but that's the lifestyle they choose mm -hmm. i can't look down on that or someone can't say like oh she should be working it's like that's their marriage that works for them mm -hmm. and then you have the other people where both people are working and it's like that's also normal so i think at least before i had kids or have kids mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm like in the middle mm -hmm. um 
I would hear a lot of people like comparing like, oh, they're always going to like a steakhouse for a date night. Like how mm-hmm. can they afford that lifestyle? Or mm-hmm. like we're all in our 20s. How are they doing this if mm-hmm. we can't do this? Or like the girls that complain that their husbands don't want to work or mm-hmm. they're overworking. So it's like every marriage looks so different. It's okay to like look at other... Co- I think it's natural as a human like man... They can take vacations way more than we can. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're just human. Yeah. <laughs> we all want that, like, perfect life. Yeah. But again, behind the scenes, I know couples who have that perfect life. Mm-hmm. And behind the scenes, they're arguing and they hate each other. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'd rather choose my marriage and right. be right. happy where I'm at. So I think it is hard when you see these things on social media that look perfect and Mm -hmm. then you hear behind the scenes like that vacation was the worst time of my life and i'm like yeah girl you were posting yeah (laughs) that's crazy best times i think we should not stop posting but i think it's like unrealistic like i know these people maybe they're having a good time maybe they're not let me not put that into my life and be mad at my husband that he can't take me to the four seasons right now right like (laughs) yeah and i'm not saying at all that we should not post our good times and memories on social media because i love going on social media and seeing oh my gosh that's so cool for them like i mean how cool that they're able to do that as a family i personally like i like seeing that and keeping up with people that way one thing that's helped me is anytime i want to go post something on social media first i always question my intent Mm -hmm. like what's my intent behind posting this and personally like 99 percent of the time for me it's like i want to have this as like an archive for my memory Mm -hmm. i don't really care if it's curated or anything or aesthetically pleasing i just want to have it up there because i like to go back and look at it the intent and then second it's important to ask yourself is what i'm posting now in alignment with my real life that's big if people really came into my family and like knew me personally does this align with what i tried to portray on social media Mm -hmm. so for me i think that that if we keep those two things in mind it kind of just makes it easier to make sure that what we're posting is genuine yeah and then like we need to normalize that we can and we should have sometimes these hard and uncomfortable conversations in our marriage because what can come out on the other side is better people with a better marriage Mm -hmm. what matters is the love between you and your spouse and if that love is strong and real it will promote growth and change when necessary and also it's going to carry you through the ups and downs that you have through a marriage so if you can go through that then you know that you've like faced challenges before and what's coming next because there's always going to be something else yep that you've done it before and you can keep going as a team anything in life that's important and special worth having it takes like work to get there Mm -hmm. and that applies to everything especially in marriage yeah so if you find yourself in like a seven-year slump or four-year or two-year slump you have some practical tips that you can apply so that like you and your spouse can kind of work yourselves out of that slump one of them is build in breaks make time to get away from the home and kids and spend one-on-one time together make it a priority to have a weekly or bi-weekly date night yeah and just to specify like that does mean that you need to spend a lot of money even just putting the kids to bed mm-hmm. and like sitting on the couch and watching a movie or having some snacks together or something making sure that you schedule that one-on-one time that's uninterrupted yeah so, and it's like intentional like mm-hmm, don't intentional. be on your phone but and- yeah put your phones away yeah and just focus on one another yeah. and I love that. Also, I'm not a mom yet, but I know my mom friends were all like, when you have kids, it's so hard to 
keep your husband at like top like it's always like your marriage and then your kids mm-hmm. and it's like very easy to like get those switched up yeah because you have like these two little humans who depend on you for everything especially yeah. during the younger years and this is a subject for another episode but you can sometimes if you're not prioritizing your marriage a lot of people find themselves in this roommate phase mm-hmm. where like okay we're teammates how are we gonna tackle you know the kids you drop them off i pick them up whatever and it's easy to get into that rut and then a lot of moms also will be so into finding their identity in their kids that when the kids get out of the house at 18 you're Mm -hmm. like sitting next to your husband looking at each other and you're like i don't even know who you are i haven't spent time with you for the last x amount of years that's so crazy and that's very tragic like if you truly love your kids like we all love our kids the most important thing you can do for your child is to have a healthy relationship with their dad Mm -hmm. or with their mom and show them what a healthy and loving relationship looks like that's gonna be their foundation for the rest of their lives oh for sure like i see that with my husband his parents are so in love and it's the coolest and the cutest thing and seeing that for him and his siblings growing up prepared them so much to be the kind of amazing spouses that they are today they had a good role model yeah so i love that tip i think even kids or no kids to just be intentional with date nights yeah it's hard after you get married you're Mm -hmm. like not dating anymore but it's like Mm -hmm. no you need to date your spouse yeah Again, another episode where we can talk about that. (laughs) Another tip is learn to say no. Look at your schedules together and cut out anything that is spreading you thin. In a busy season, say no to any engagements that take time away from your marriage or your children. It's a tough one sometimes. It is hard, but I think it's really important because at the end of the day, God calls us to steward our marriage and our children. Mm -hmm. Everything else can come after that. But if my husband or my kids are getting the short end of the stick, and for me that's very important too like going forward in my career first will come my husband and my kids like if my work is coming between that then that's going to come last always yeah so just kind of remembering that and you know learning to say no is really important boundaries we talk about yeah have a mentor couple or counselor interact with an older couple who is in a later stage of life than you being around older couples will give you perspective and help you realize that this is just a tough season And older friends can share wisdom with you that they acquire during their tough seasons. Yes. I love that. I'm all about mentorship. And Mm -hmm. even me and you, our age difference is not that crazy. (laughs) We're like a year apart. Yeah. But you got married younger. You're at your seven-year mark. Mm -hmm. I'm at my two-year mark. So it's like, it's not even someone that's really older. It's just if they have more experience. Mm -hmm. Or for me, when I have my baby, I'm going to be asking all my mom friends. Yeah. So it's like they have the wisdom and knowledge. And Mm -hmm. it's something... That you can learn what to do and like what not to do. Yeah, it's really important because I think, especially when you're in that like season of little kids, sometimes you can find yourself like you feel this is my life forever. Like this is so exhausting. I'm running on no sleep. Mm -hmm. I'm having whatever snotty clothes all day. Like being in that season, like it's good to have somebody that's gone through it to be like, hey, like it passes. It just helps to have someone older to kind of give you a different perspective. And finally, put up hedges, set boundaries and guidelines in place in order to protect your marriage from any temptation or danger. Yeah, I mean... That's legit. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's true. It is what it is, yeah. It's true. You and your spouse know each other better than anyone, Mm -hmm. so you know what you need to do to protect your marriage and to protect your peace. So... 
That comes number one always. So to end with a quote by Dr. Julie Satterley, marriage is definitely a marathon and not a sprint. There will be stretches in every relationship that feel like it's like hard or not worth it. But if you have committed yourself to finishing the race, you'll push through the wall knowing that it will be well worth it in the end. Yeah. And I think that that's a beautiful way to wrap it up. Yeah, that is. I did want to say, I mean, that quote made me think about before entering a marriage or say, let's you've been married for a few years and never really sat down and had these hard conversations, which I couldn't not see myself doing. But Mm -hmm. before when me and James did like pre-marriage counseling, our biggest thing was our mindset. Like we wrote down what our beliefs were, what we want in life, that we wanted kids, that this Mm -hmm. is the life that we are looking forward to. And our biggest thing, especially as Christians, is like divorce is Mm -hmm. out of the picture. Like when things get hard, we're never going to mention that word. Like Mm -hmm. that is just not a thing, Mm -hmm. of course. And I always like that was just our thing. Like when it comes to abuse Mm -hmm. or cheating, like Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. a whole different story. But just when things get hard, like for us, that's not an option. Yeah. Like I couldn't even think about it. And I feel like us feeling strongly both about that and seeing like both of our parents' marriage work out, we're like, okay, like this is that's important. And it's good that you said don't even mention the word divorce because that will open up doors that don't need to be opened. Yeah. It's just something that it's we can be realistic and talk about the hard things. But once you bring in divorce, it's like, why are we? right why even bring it up if that's not even going to be an option for us yeah and that goes back to our last episode too where we talked about how to resolve conflict and realizing that you're on the same team Mm -hmm. that's so helpful at the beginning of our marriage as i said i was so immature even emotionally and i looked at every argument like i have to prove my point never worked out when i had that mentality but now going forward and both me and finney are like okay this is the issue at hand what do we do what compromises or where do we need to meet so that we can you know resolve this i think it was a great episode thank you guys for listening if you have any feedback or any questions or any resources that you guys want to include you can go ahead and do that in our facebook page we will have linked below also you can send us any suggestions through our anonymous suggestion box again in our link tree in our instagram bio other than that thank you guys for joining and we'll see you guys back next tuesday